God, the God of the breakthrough. Come on, let's just take a moment and glorify Him. Come on, let's just take a moment and exalt the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. job youth choir love you guys thank you so much amen 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 so glad to be here on this sunday night amen feeling the presence of god thank you for being here amen i know god is already in the process of doing something he's not done yet i'm looking forward to hearing the word of god got two wonderful young men that's going to be ministering the word of the lord for us tonight uh, the first young man I'm so very proud of, amen, as God has worked through him and I've seen him develop through the years, apply himself, amen. We talked about servant, servant's heart and a servant's spirit this morning. Brother Josh Martinez has exemplified that as long as I've been his pastor, he's been a servant to this church. adding to that ministry in November, which will make him even better. And I'm excited about that. Amen. Looking forward to that as well. Amen. God's going to putting together a great team. Amen. I am especially proud in that he's applied himself to the kingdom of God. He's very accomplished as well. And I I'm, hope I've got this right. I believe it's statistical science. He's got a master's degree in that. And uh, so uh, he's also applied himself in the field of academics, but he has not sacrificed his ministry or his desire to do the things of God, which proves it's not always an either or, right? It's not an either or. You don't have to choose one. And he's a, a proven that. And I'm so thankful for what... Uh, he does, amen, who he is and all of his help uh, in so many areas and facets around this church, and I'm excited to see what God's going to do through brother and sister Martinez, which we're going to go ahead and get used to saying that right now, amen, I'm excited what God's going to do for them. I love this young man. I'm excited God is doing a great work through his life, amen. Would you please welcome brother Josh Martinez as he comes to minister the word of God. Go ahead and give that to the Lord tonight. How many know he's the God of the breakthrough, amen? No matter the situation, he's, he's capable. He's more than able to break through, amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to give thanks and honor to Pastor and the, the pastoral team for allowing me tonight to help you know work on my ministry I, I thank him for the countless times along with the other individuals of the pastoral team who have invested into me and to other young people here in our church and so I wonder if we could just go ahead and give them the hand for all the work that they do amen you can only go as far as your leadership 
And I can say that with, with our leadership that we have, we can go far. Amen. Tonight, if you have your Bibles, I want to be reading out of the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. And it reads as follows. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to, pick, uh, to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Someone say amen on that. A time to keep silence. A time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Uh, for the next couple of, of minutes, I want to... Uh, speak on the topic of the season of now, the season of now. I wonder if you could put your Bibles down and uh, lift up your voices as we pray over the remainder of this service tonight. God, we thank you for what you have done in this place so far. God, we are trusting in you, God, that you are able to allow your presence to refill this place once again. God, I pray, God, that you allow us to receive the word that you have for us tonight, not only God, for the church, but also for me, God, to receive your word that you have for us. Let your will be done tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You guys may be seated. You guys may be familiar with uh, this sort of aspect of life where uh, as we're growing up, as we're kids and we, we uh, soon become teenagers, we're, we're so quick to, to think, I mean, man, I can't wait till I grow up. I can't wait to become an adult. I can't wait to, to be free from my parents, right? We, 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 we start to think that, and that's like the mindset that perhaps some of you may be going through right now, right? We, we, we just can't wait to become an adult. And so what we soon realize is that once we become that adult, the freedom that we thought we had soon, soon becomes covered up with a, with a job, becomes, uh, becomes filled up with a, a phone bill, a, a car payment perhaps. You know, we, 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 we start to, to get these, these bills in and, and slowly the freedom that we thought we had, the freedom that we thought we were going to go out and explore the world and, and, and be with our friends, you know, all happy and not have to worry about anything that come, has to come with life. It soon just becomes destroyed at that moment, right? And so this is something we go on through in life, right? Because we, we, we can't wait for our future, but once our future comes, we miss the past, right? Um, and so that's why I titled this message, The Season of Now. We, we are so quick to, and there's nothing wrong with investing into the future. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, I, I soon, I, I recently got my, my full-time job and, and, you know, you had to set up your, your 401k, all your retirement, all your healthcare, and, 
And, you know, it was like, I, I, I told pastor this, I was like, I mean, I don't even know if I'll, I'll get to, to the age to be 60. And so what's the point of, 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 of doing that, right? We're not, a, we're not <laughs> uh, you know, promised another day of life, but, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to plan for the future, but sometimes we can't just, for, we can't forget about the moment that we're in, right? Uh, tonight, I want to share a photo with you, with, with everyone here. Um, in this uh, particular photo, if, uh, it can be pulled up. We see here uh, uh, Tiger Woods as, as perhaps the main shot, but you can see right behind him, there's another man with, the, with this cap, and he's, uh, he has a, uh, looks like sunglasses on. And this, this man was soon des- described as the no-phone fan. As you can see, everyone around him has, has their phones, you know, out and, and ready to, to, you know, record the shot that Tiger Woods is, is about to take. And, you know, while everyone has their phones pulled out that they could record the moment so that they could perhaps relive the moment sometime in the future, this particular fan, the no phone fan, was enjoying the moment by being solely focused on Tiger Woods and his shot. This fan wasn't focused on uh, making sure that he had the right camera angle or making sure that he had the right focus or perhaps, you know, he, checking whether he had enough storage on his phone to even take the video, right? You know, we, we've all experienced that moment. We go to a special event, a birthday party or something like that, and, you know, we, we, we get our phones, take out a picture, and you're like, oh, hold on. Let, let, me, let me delete some photos real quick because I, I don't have any more storage. <laughs> and we've all experienced that, but this particular fan, he wasn't worried about any of that. He was more worried about living in the moment, experiencing the now, rather than storing something on his phone just for him to delete it later. Could you just imagine if, if Jesus walked on the earth during the time phones existed? That would be, this is, this is probably the shot we would see, is, is, is he's going around teaching and, and everyone's just, over the crowd, just making sure they have their phones out on him, right? right? I could just imagine if, if Jesus were, were here preaching tonight, we, we would have our phones out and making sure that we perhaps were getting the, the right angle on him. And, and, and so sometimes we lose the true focus through other things. Uh, you guys can take the picture down. I remember when uh, COVID first hit and it caused a shift in the education system and, and how class, classes were being taught. Some teachers, at least in the, the college level, had to begin teaching their classes live through Zoom. Uh, but they also were required to record these lectures in some, uh, in some cases. Uh, and it got to the point where some of the students would log in online, cover their, their camera up, and then, you know, just do whatever they wanted, right? As long as they had the lecture playing, uh, they, or, or the live lecture class playing, you know, they, they could do whatever they wanted because no one was watching, right? And um, it got to the point where, you know, people just began to then review these lectures later on, right? They got the recorded lecture, and then what, 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 what was... Uh, a one-and-a-half-hour lecture, the students would play at twice the speed. So what was an hour and a half soon became a 45-minute lecture, and they just pushed it to the side. And so it soon just, you know, just uh, that, that just crumbled down for them. And sometimes I feel like this is the sort of atmosphere that we could, you know, find in our churches today. Not necessarily that we're using our phones to record a, 
a message that we are hearing. You know, we obviously have the video team for that, and we we're thankful for them, but we, we are allowing other things going on in our mind to really have us to lose the focus of what Jesus wants to do to, in our lives at this very moment. Amen. We begin to lose that focus on what truly matters. Rather than being truly focused on the moment of experiencing the presence of God, we allow other things to come into focus. We begin to think perhaps in this uh, particular room tonight, maybe it's too cold for you, maybe it's too hot, I don't know, maybe it's a little too loud, maybe you just look at the floor tiles and you're just getting mad, they're coming off, I, I have no idea. <laughs> you, there's one right there. <laughs> And, and you're, just, you're just worried about everything going around you. Perhaps you're, you're worried about the, the baby crying that won't shut up. And you're just like, what's going on? And you, just, you begin to lose the focus of why you're truly here in this moment tonight. We're worried about perhaps waking up, to, waking up early in the morning tomorrow. We're worried about perhaps that our car is barely running. Or we're worried that the bills aren't going to get paid this week. And all these thoughts just make us lose that focus on Jesus you come to church and you have all these thoughts going through your mind, but I, I want to let you know tonight that it's time for you to begin to focus on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He is in this room tonight. Here's what my Bible tells me, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. God is here in this place tonight, and he's able to liberate you from whatever is holding you back. He's able to deliver you from your depression, from any pain in your body. He's here to give you that peace. Amen. It's time that we stop allowing our problems, these earthly, invisible problems, from removing our focus on Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 tells us, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. The things we see in this room tonight are bodies they're temporal. Our health is temporal. When we get to heaven, it's going to be different, right? And so there's no need to really worry about it. And we just need to focus on our creator. Amen. Amen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against the physical, but in the spiritual. You see, I'd rather make it to heaven with aches and pains in my body right now than to not make it. I'd rather make it to heaven with barely enough money than to actually be able to spend eternity with God. Where is your focus tonight? I'm reminded of Job, the book of Job, and I believe that if he were living among us right now in this very instance, going through every single situation that we could read about in the book of Job, I can assure you, Pastor, that he'd be sitting on the front row still worshiping God. Because, God, because Job had made up in his mind that even though I'm losing every physical thing around me, I lost my kids, I lost my source of income, I lost everything. It was the spiritual things that mattered more to him. While those around him, his friends were saying, you've sinned, you're, you're a sinner, that's why you're going through all of this. And, and his wife is telling him, oh, just curse God. He, he wasn't worried about the physical. He was worried more on a relationship with his God. Amen. We can't allow the moments of being in the presence of God to pass us by. I'm reminded of the woman with the issue of blood that you can read about in Mark chapter 5, 
who had suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had. The Bible literally records that she spent all that she had just so she could get better, but never got better. But one day came where Jesus would be in the crowd and said, and she said, if I could just but touch the hem of his garments. She wasn't going to let that moment pass her by. I'm reminded of blind Bartimaeus that we heard about by Brother Blake last week who heard that Jesus was passing by and began to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. He wasn't going to let that specific moment pass him by. I believe it's time that we stop taking our services for granted, from stopping our allowing the moments of the presence of God from just passing by. Your miracle is here. Come and get it. Amen. Hallelujah. It's time we stop focusing about the problems around you because the solution to your problems is here in this place tonight. Your solution is the presence of God. I want to read Romans chapter 13, verse 11. It says, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For, our, for now ours is our salvation nearer than, we, than when we believed. With everything going around in, in the world right now, whatever you may, you know, however your take is on it, I, I, I am one to believe that God is, is coming soon. We're not, we're not guaranteed another day, but God is coming back for those who have lived one day at a time, not focusing on these earthly things, but on the spiritual. And so if God were to come back today, would you be ready? Would your focus be in the right area? You see, tonight is your, your night to make your life right with God. Don't worry about the things of yesterday or on the things of tomorrow. Focus on now what God can do in your life tonight. As I conclude I want, and we could stand at this moment. I want to read a couple of verses from the book of Matthew, chapter 6. It says, uh, beginning at verse 30, it says, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the heaven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. I'm reminded of Solomon in the Bible where God appears to him in a dream. And he begins to ask him, what do you want? Ask anything you want of me. If you were to ask any, any random person, what would you hear? Money, a new job, a new car, a house? Because a lot of people are focused on the temporal things of this world. But it's important that we focus on the spiritual because everything else is going to be taken care of as long as we align with what God wants to do in our lives. Everything else is going to be taken care of. I'm not saying step back and be lazy and don't do anything and then, you know, because if you don't work, nothing's going to come in. But what I'm saying is we may have to 
shift our focus for just a little bit to focus on what God wants to do in our spiritual life. I want to leave you with this thought tonight. I spoke a little bit about blind Bartimaeus and we heard about him last week. And when, when Jesus gave blind Bartimaeus his miracle, this is the last time that the Bible records Jesus walking through this very city blind Bartimaeus was in. Just think about that. It was the last time Jesus was walking through. But yet he had the courage to tell God, to tell Jesus in that very moment, thou son of David, have mercy on me. It was going to be the last time Jesus was going to be walking through. But he made the most out of it. So I wonder if tonight we could begin to lift up our hands, to begin to call upon God and have him shift our focus to what really matters. It's this moment in the presence of God that matters. We can't allow this moment to pass us by. We have to become desperate for his presence. We're just a moment out of his presence. We want to come back to him because that's all that matters at the end of the day. It's not the money that you have. We can't take that to heaven. God, I pray, God, that you help us, that you help me, God, to focus on you, to focus on your presence, to seek you first, to seek more of you each and every day, God. You are worthy, God, and we pray this tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, you are worthy tonight.